Listening to Vault Talks Women Share the Radio Show. I apologize for us being just a couple minutes late. We had some technical difficulties, and then we had a real live conversation here just yeah, a minute she just ago. Like dropped a bomb on me, or she said something, and I'm like, oh. now it's time to talk to y'all. Good morning. <laughs> and that's the way we start our show. Yes. So good morning. <laughs> great morning it, it is. is it really is the sun is out the sun is out oh man oh let's not talk about that i'm not ready really i'm not um i feel like the summer went by way too fast mm, i felt you know what i don't i feel like i had a long summer I had a really rough summer. That's because you teach, so you, you know. No, it had even nothing to do with teaching. Okay. Just like, personally, I had a really rough summer, and I felt like it was really long. Uh, mm, yeah. So, but I like fall. I don't like the cold, but I like everything that fall brings. Okay, I can get I that. Love, like, I've never had anything pumpkin spice, but I love the Ooh. smell of pumpkin spice. I love cider. I, I love, love cider. Apple picking and pumpkin patches. Yeah, I love okay. like okay. that stuff. I get you. I'm with you. Okay, so last week I wasn't here. I missed everybody. I did. I tuned in when I could. And I, I was at a writer's retreat. I'm working on my sixth book to be out in December. I saw the cover. It's really dope. <laughs> really excited. <laughs> um... All my projects, well, four of my projects have been co-authored projects, and then last year I released my children's book, and so this one is really me being all the way raw, real, around a specific topic that will be disclosed when the book comes out. I'm just really excited about me just pouring it out finally. Um, I feel like I've been so full, and so now I'm at a place where the balloon popped and it's just oozing and it's so exciting um so yeah but i was i was in the south and i was driving through birmingham and atl but even just coming from um here of course Mm -hmm. and going through the mountains in kentucky and tennessee and seeing the leaves change and it's really pretty i'll i'll admit that i guess what i'm not ready for is snow I'm not. Yeah, I can do without snow. But the thing again, I love Christmas. Right, right. But I don't want the snow. I love like when the atmosphere just smells like Christmas. Yes. And the lights. And then there's festivities and all sorts of fun stuff to do around that holiday as well. But the snow I can do without. The cold I can do without. But I can deal with that. 
we were conditioned snow. to deal with it because we've been here for so long but i still hate it yeah i really do and you know it's funny because people who are from different places they're sitting there like well how can you guys deal with it well heck we deal with it all the time and yeah. then they say well you should be used to it you never get you used know. to it i feel like every year is just a different level of cold right and you're like well, why do i live here and we go through it, and then about March-ish, April, we're excited because yeah. we've, you know, weathered the storms literally, yeah. and now it's, you know. But I'll say this. I'm excited about 2020. It's right around the corner, and as I say right around the corner, here comes Isha coming in the building. <laughs> yes. Um. So we're talking about. Oh, wait till she hears what we're talking about. She's going to have a whole nother perspective. We're talking about autumn here. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) The Southern Belle has a different experience on Chicago when it comes to the winter. But we were just talking about how, you know, the seasons are changing and, you know, Gabby and I have been here all our lives and we still aren't used to the wintertime and, you know, people always ask us, well, you should be used to it. You've been there 30 some odd years of your life. And it's like you never get used to it. But then there's elements of it that we love. And then we we're just talking about, well, I was segueing into 2020 and really getting excited for what getting ready to happen a whole new decade. That's crazy. <clears throat> you know, it, it is because, you know, when you would see 2020 years ago, you'd be like, OK, whatever. You know, are we really going to see it? Um, heck, remember when it was 1999 and everybody thought that the world was gonna gonna explode? <laughs> right, people going to grocery stores, making sure they had enough water, taking all their money out their banks account, bank accounts, and thinking, thinking, you know, it was just crazy. Why would you take your money out of your bank account if you think the world's gonna end? <laughs> I just thought, I'm like, why would you buy all this food if you think, more, like, you do realize, like, you can't eat it or you can't spend your money if the world has ended. It's going to end. You know, I don't know. But people were going nuts. Do you remember that? I do. And yeah. my dad was like, I was like, is it? He was like, girl, we chilling in, up in this house. Can't no, Don't nobody know when the world is going to end. Isha got this new look, y'all. Is this your autumn look? You you springing on us today? Talking about autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> I love it. So today, if you guys haven't noticed, sat first Saturdays we even before we took our sabbatical, we started segueing into really not having um, a schedule of things to talk about. We just free flow on first Saturdays. And we have somebody (coughs) calling in in about 35 minutes. Really excited to bring her to to the show. She's out of the Virginia area. Her name is Claudine. We call her Queen Claudine. And she is really doing her thing in reference to real estate out there. She's setting the standard, raising the bar for women, especially African American women, but women in general, just showing them and paving the way and really excited to hear from her and how she can share what her experience has been like with, you know, paving the way for women in real estate out there in Virginia. So that's exciting. But again, Saturdays, first Saturdays are free flow Saturdays, which is neat because we get to talk about whatever. 
Mm. Not like we don't do that anyways, but we can talk <laughs> about whatever. And so um, for those of you who may be new to the platform, thanks so much for joining us. There's many things you can be doing on a Saturday. And there's many things you can do be doing, period, when you're catching this, because now our podcast, you know what, Isha, I'm going to let you share the good news about our podcast. The good news about the podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I should have seen her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can catch the show on Anchor FM, right? And then they can take you to all different types of platforms, which include Apple, Spotify, and a whole list of others that I just have not memorized yet. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, our main platform is Anchor. Um, so, yeah. Can you share with them the news you share with me about us being? Oh, yeah. So, we are now internationally known. Woo, woo, woo. We have yeah. listeners in Thailand. <laughs> oh, that's which was, Yeah, that was amazing. I was surprised when I saw that. Yeah, so that's good. She's the statistic keeper when it comes to the podcast. I be wanting to know, you know, <laughs> who that's listening to us. Know, you know? Yeah. We and have a, a big Chicago listening. Um, I'm going to need Mississippi to step it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Chicago definitely supports. Thanks so much. And I know they might not listen to the podcast, but we do have listeners in the UK, Canada, and Africa. Wow. That tune into the show. So that's pretty exciting. It lets us know that we're definitely heading in the right direction and continuously giving out important content and bringing amazing people to the platform to share what's going on in the world of women. I like the way it sounded. Women rule the world. (laughs) So again, thanks for sharing um, your time with us. We don't take that lightly. And if you guys haven't noticed, you guys get an extra 15 minutes with us now. Yay! So that's (laughs) exciting. We don't have to cut off at a certain time. I mean, we still do, but we get 15 more minutes, so it's pretty dope. And so, yeah. um, Gabby. Yes, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Share with us. I wasn't expecting her to say my name. Say my name, say my name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that song. Only because when I was in middle school, Uh these dudes used to like me, so they made a song. It was the best. I didn't like them, but the song. <laughs> wow. It was like, Gabrielle, Gabrielle, you know I love you, baby. Why you drive me crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to find them right now. I, was, I loved it. I loved it. I bet you, I bet you <laughs> did. The reason why I have, like, sentimental. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will never sing that song again. <laughs> So, that's cute. I have a song about me too. Oh, you do. Aisha, <laughs> right? <laughs> Another bad creation. Oh my gosh. Yes. What do you know about that? Um, I know. <laughs> she knows. I know. I love it. Before we have Gabby share with us what's going on in Gabby's world here. <laughs> Um, again, those of you who may be new to the platform, thanks so much. As like we said, there's a lot of things you can be doing, and we appreciate your time. Um, the Vault Talks Women Share Radio Show is indeed a platform full of empowerment. It's a place where women can come together to learn more and share about matters which pertain to their world. 
Yes, it's even on this platform where women will be able to share about fashion, love, entrepreneurship, relationships, current events, support, and of course, ways to be empowered as women. So, one thing we, before I give Gabby the mic, ways to keep in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram. 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 <laughs> you can follow us on the gram. <laughs> Instagram. What am I thinking about? I, have no idea, I don't know either. But I don't have an Instagram account. <laughs> I have an Instagram account. So whatever. Look, ain't no shame in my game. I am. Who? And someone just snorted. So we're not gonna do all that on today. So Instagram. You can find us. At vault underscore talks. Again, vault underscore talks. And we indeed want to hear from you. If there's anything that you guys want to see or hear on the show. (laughs) VTWS at V-O-S-I-N-T dot com. Again, VTWS at V-O-S-I-N-T dot com. So, Gabby. Yes. (laughs) Really? You know, I can't wait till we start doing our live streaming. Because that face that she just made, yeah, okay. I don't know why I'm surprised that you just said my name again like you didn't just say. I like I did, right, like I didn't just prep you that I was going to call you. you wait, Scott's to stage ready. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> all you missed, all you, all you should have just flinged the hair at me. I should right. right. Okay, I'm ready. Right? Let's see what's going on with me. You know what? <laughs> Nothing really. Um, you know the school year started so we're about like a month and a half in. Um, it's been really it's been really good and really peaceful. I really like my class. Whoa. That's good. I really like my class. I went in <laughs> to this school year super intentional. I prayed that wow. I would just I wouldn't be stressed out, and I would um, just have peace. And even before school started, that's super, super busy for me. Um, I haven't felt stressed out. Um, I'm not a parent, but I feel like one of those parents, you know how, like, when you first have a child and the parent is just, like, really overbearing, they're just like, oh, my goodness, like, everything makes them super nervous oh. and over the edge. That's how I feel felt. Um, my first year of teaching, and now what? This is like my fifth year, so you know what I mean. Wow, so like, you've been in it that long? Yeah, like five and a half years. Wow. Yeah. So, and then by the time you have the second or third or fourth <laughs> child, you just like whatever. Just that's literally where how mm-hmm. I feel. Like, all right, <laughs> we doing. I guess we doing this again today. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't feel stressed. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, um, so work wise, everything is great. Um, I like my coworkers. Which is amazing. Um, they're super supportive, which I'm very grateful for because I know you don't get that everywhere you yeah. work. Right. Um, and <laughs> in addition to that, I'm kind of, I don't really want to speak on it. I'm revamping some stuff um, as it pertains to my blog I'm, I'm kind of going That's in it is I'm going in like a different <laughs> direction one that I really didn't intend to go in but it's wow. just happening that way mm. um, 
because I've really been struggling. Like, okay, well, <coughs> what am I even going to talk about? So everything was just kind of boring to me. <laughs> so, which is why I just took a break. I was like, I'm not going to force this. Right. Like, yeah. It's no point in me trying to force anything. So, um, that's amazing, Gab. Yeah, it's and it's really exciting because I feel like what I want to talk about and the direction the direction I want to go in, it's definitely not forced. It's something mm. uh, people can relate to. And it's something that I talk about amongst my friends all the time because I was really trying to figure out, like, okay, like, what am I good at? And so um, I've been really hmm. paying attention to, like, what do people come to me with? Mm-hmm. Like, just as far as advice or what do I talk about amongst my friends all the time? And I was like, huh, duh, stupid, like, do this. Yeah. So <laughs> That's awesome. um, might as well. <clears throat> So, yeah, so I um, have been intentional about how I spend my time. That's good. So I've dedicated dedicated at least one day out of the week to work on my stuff. And I've just really been trying to, like, plan my life. In a sense, like, have some type of a plan. Yeah. Like, we were talking earlier, too. I'm trying to dedicate at least three days out the week to working out. I'm doing my best to eat better. Um, I'm just being more intentional Mm. um, so that I'm not wasting time. Um, (coughs) My friends have talked, we've talked about like saving and investing and just having plans so that we can create wealth, not only for ourselves, but like it's time to like do that for, you know, our future selves Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So yeah, that's what's been going on with me. I've really been low key. You have super low key getting her but life I feel, together. I am. I feel like that's the season that I'm in, though. Like I have to be because I get distracted so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that about myself. And I will do everything but what I'm supposed to do. <coughs> so, yeah, I I feel like I'm just in the season of just being low key, so I can get my ish together. Yeah. I mean, and we talk about this all the time on the show, just really understanding who you are. We're always evolving, understanding what needs to be put in place when timing is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like even with the book I'm writing, if I would have wrote that a year ago, when I tried to, it would have been horrible. (laughs) And so now that I'm in a new space in a different place, you know, again, being very intentional, the results are different. So, again, it goes back to acknowledging and paying attention to your patterns as an individual um, or cycles, pattern cycles, same difference, and then the energy that you're giving to them or you're not giving to them, and then very being very intentional and mindful of how to bring change to dot, 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 because you're realizing that it's now time to, mm-hmm. yeah. and understanding that um, even alignment and the power that we have with the words that we speak over ourselves to further um, push us into being even more intentional with the things that we set out before us. So it's one thing to say, I want to do bop, bop, bop. Okay, so now what's the action plan? Being intentional to conquer bop, bop, bop. And then what I'm learning is I get distracted easily. The whole shiny object syndrome. I mean, (laughs) but what I understand is as a creative, like the two of you guys are, and I'm sure many of our listeners are too, that that whole shiny object uh, I'm not going to even call it a syndrome. It's a shiny object. Um, I, I don't know what to call it. I don't want to call it a situation, but just <clears throat> understanding the power of the shiny object. There you go. Um, and learning how to either utilize it 
or cast it down as a distraction and keep it moving. So that's good. You're in a really healthy place, and I believe um, that you're really preparing yourself even the more to embrace all that 2020 has for you. And, and you know, 2020, people are like, oh, that's just another year. No, it's not. It is not just another year. 2020, if you think of 2020 vision, that's clarity. So we're really stepping into a whole new decade with a perspective of clarity if we are now understanding you know what season we're in right now understanding that it's October we have a couple months to get some things in order to really embrace what 2020 has for us absolutely huge yeah and it is exciting it is it is you know life throws you some curveballs it does mine's coming like bullets like wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) and you you trying to duck it down Hold on. Hold on. You trying to be like, what was dude on the Matrix? Like, yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Let's go over this. Are you trying to dip and dodge? Then yes. you want to leap him. Like, swing to the right and left. And you like, <laughs> then you get hit. Then you down for the count for a mm. minute. Then you got to get back up. And then you still got more to dodge. You're like, hold on. Can I get a break? Right. Can it's I right. get a minute, please? Right. I need to process what's going Let on. Let me breathe. But you know, it's all about perspective. I think I've been hit with so much over these past <laughs> few months at this point. It's just like, I mean, I'm over it and I'm tired, but I'm like, okay, God dang, like, I trust you. This is annoying. So, like, when something um, does happen, I process those feelings and emotions, but I think my perspective is I know it's going to work out because um, I don't have I don't have the time to really dwell on the negative because I know where my mind goes and since you know and I've talked about this before depression is something that I've dealt with I cannot allow myself or my mind to go there so like when something happens to me it's like all right I'm in that feeling I deal with it and then it's just like okay like how is this gonna turn out for my good because God doesn't waste Ooh-wee. anything yeah so that's literally where yes. my mind goes like my mind goes to what is the good in this yes and then I just have to keep my mind on that even though it doesn't feel that way at the time and I get frustrated and I'll be wanting to cuss people out and I do sometimes I'll be wanting to cuss <laughs> God out I don't do that because I'm not stupid um <laughs> but I mean that's life, man. It look. I'll, I know. I'll save my turn. <laughs> <laughs> it gets life is difficult, and then you have to intentionally not live your life by yourself. So whenever mm. I do go through something, I have I do I have two main people who I call for accountability, and I'm like, this is what I'm going through. And I'll either go into detail or sometimes I'll be like, man, just pray for me because this is just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Just so somebody can hold me accountable or I know somebody has me covered when I don't feel like covering myself. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's a good thing mm-hmm. in that you can actually reach out to people and <clears throat> they don't be, girl, what you going through? You talking about you need for me to pray for you? What, you know, yeah. like I had somebody just reach out to me and we were just talking and I said, you know, they asked, pray for me. But I know her enough to be like, what it, let's hit a bullseye. Yeah. You know, and it's not, I'm digging to get in your business. I want to make sure that if I'm agreeing mm-hmm. to keep you accountable, that I'm going before God with, bop, 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 because you've asked for me to pray. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And it reminds me of, I, we got to get Shola back on the show. Mm, I love Shola. <laughs> gotta get her back. We love Shola here. Because <laughs> she was spitting some knowledge about, I think we were talking about just, you know, praying for people. And um, Renee said the same thing, you know. Renee talking about how she getting old, whatever. I ain't hearing that. Mm-hmm. But just you know, when you say you're gonna pray for somebody, you know, making sure that you actually do it, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. coming from a place of not trying to get into their business, but wanting to hit bullseye. Because you know, some people can pray that, okay, God touch them in the name of Jesus. Okay, that's what great. Does that even mean? You know, so you could just ask, like, is there anything specifically you want me to pray? Yeah, for? And, and if they say the yeah, open. okay, and like, okay, well, what is it? Or you know, that. That just leaves the door open for them where it doesn't seem like you're just being nosy. Right. And then they can share whatever they want to share. And then you can pray specifically for that. And then you can do that general God, You know what it is that they need specifically. Yeah. Like, I just pray. You know what I mean? So. Look here. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you got to do. Look. Life. Man. can be rough. It can be. And. There's a song that I've been listening to, and it's it's interesting how a song will drop in your spirit, and you're like, oh, man, I forgot that that was such a song that I used to listen to when whatever. Child, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and last week when I was at my writer's retreat, I hit this stumbling block to mm-hmm. where I couldn't move forward, and I instantly got frustrated. And where we were, we were... Um, near Atlanta but we were in this beautiful Airbnb to where you could walk outside in the back and there was a creek and you can sit on the patio which was huge and I just sat there and listened to the birds chirp and put some music in my ears and I just began to worship and it took me into such a place to where I got lost in him and then the flow came back and it was like it was one of those songs and it talks about when you're weak you're really still strong Absolutely. And it hit me such like a ton of bricks just with, you know, things that are going on in my life. And it's like, you know, make time for that small voice to reassure you, you're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Even though life is like throwing you all these bullets and you're trying to dodge them, you know, sometimes you got to get hit. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you can go back. To, you know, the one who created you and just be like, I need you. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times we just we get caught up in life or things that are thrown at us. um, And we try to rely on our own understanding or our own strength or other people's understanding and strength. Mm -hmm. And God is like, fam, like I created them, too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm right here. Like, you know what I mean? So I think sometimes we just get caught up in that and we yeah. don't realize like it's so simple if we just stop and just be like I like I need you or like you gave me these gifts why can't I why is it so frustrating for me to like use them right yeah. now like what what is going on I think he grows us though like in seasons um the things that we go, go through it kind of breaks us down and kind of build us up because yeah. we're born with the gifts Yes, and yes. we operate in, operate in them even as children. Yes, but you're <laughs> not going to operate in your gift now the same way you did back then. Yes, so yes, I mean as you so grow, good. your gifts grow. Um, Get out my book, Isha. We have 
we have to go through things in order to, you know, kind of shape us. Yes. Because if we look at ourselves, we're not perfect. Even uh, though we think we are. Look here. There's I, a lot that we I'm have 99. to 99.9%. <laughs> What perfect? Yeah, please. That's not a hundred percent. I'm just saying. I ain't even gonna claim none Listen, of that right there. Look, I said what I said. But God will definitely <laughs> humble you, <laughs> though. Right, sure my truth is my truth. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. God yeah. Sure yeah, he definitely will. But it's a lot about ourselves that we need to unlearn, relearn, redo, re- rethink things in order to Say operate yeah. in the way um, that we need to. Yes. In order to fulfill our purpose the way that God intended us to. That, okay, so I just posted this in the group that I'm a part of. Reset, readjust, restart, refocus as many times as you need to. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. real. You have to. You ha- oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> That's so funny. Like... I feel like I unlearn and readjust and reset and refocus so many freaking times. And I thought like that was like a one-time thing because it's Mm-mm. like, okay, I'm growing. I learned this. I've readjusted to this new whatever. And then I get to like a new season and I'm like, wait, so I got to do this, this again? again? Yeah. <laughs> like, Hold what? on. What? Who said this? I mean, it makes sense because if you think about it, when you were talking about the seasons, like everything around us does that. If you just think about mm-hmm. the trees with fault they have Come to reset mm-hmm. readjust to the season that's around them you know what i mean even the animals you know what i mean they have to f- go to a certain location so they can stay warm you know what i mean yeah. so everything has to readjust and refocus mm-hmm. wow if you really think about the way that the world's created it's created to do just that yeah, yeah. You know, you I mean, we're not different though. We think we are the supreme being here, but we fall, <laughs> we on. fall in line with everything else. We ain't, we ain't no different. So, I mean, just like, like she said, during the season of trees, um, the flowers know when to grow. Um, it rains when it's supposed to, and that type of thing. Like we have to fall in line, and I think we go against that so much, which makes life that much harder. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, in a lot, what I've been. Mm, my focus lately has been on personal development and I mean even the more let's say that and just really understanding you to know (laughs) what makes you what you need to go to your next level Mm -hmm. and understanding that (laughs) disconnecting can be a powerful thing really retraining your mind like we talked about like what does that really look like right um you know a lot of people throw it out there as it being so cliche and it's not that it takes work and it's interesting because as i'm writing my book i'm just sharing about some things that i've had to go through and one of the things that i realized was that like you said with your gifts they've always been there but now they're heightened to a whole new level, mm-hmm. which is an awakening, awakening a new person in me and you. And, you know, just really now, okay, now that the gift has matured to be this, how do I operate in it? What, what does that look like now that my mind has adjusted to picking up this gift and running forward? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you said yes to it Ooh, hold on let's back it up we said yes to him <laughs> exactly so then, so then exactly. that yeah, anything so we do is yes that yes is, Man, it's a go from game. there 
free game. And people really don't realize like what what they're saying yes to. No. Like you want to say yes to God, you want to do what you're supposed scary. to do. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's gonna come. That, when you, it don't matter what the situation is, whether you happy, sad, whatever, indifferent. When you say yes to God, God is crazy, fam. <laughs> <laughs> You better get ready. Craziest things, and you'll be like, "What? Look, look. <laughs> you'll be like, wait, G, that ain't what I asked for.' But it's for but your, it's for your betterment. Yeah, it's for your good. Definitely. Let me, let me tell you, y'all know. Back in June, I was wrestling with coming off my job. God gave me the signs, made it happen. Gave them one date, end up extending. So now I'm really here at this place of coming off my job really trusting God you know and I was sharing with somebody yesterday and a complete stranger at that trust me out how I just talked to anybody <laughs> anyways we were talking about how when you work a 9 to 5 you have a visible security blanket mm-hmm. because you know Either you're going to get paid twice a month or you're going to get paid once a month. You know, boop, 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 boop can be paid, dot, dot, dot. When you are an entrepreneur, it's a whole nother ball game. And I was, someone asked me how I was. That's what it was. Mm. And I was real. I said, I am grateful of being where I'm at. You know, some other things are going on and it's a part of life. However, I'm uncomfortable. And they were like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, and I shared what I just shared. And they're like, well, that's normal. I said, I get it. It's becoming my new normal. But it comes back to personal development, changing my mindset to really understand what's going on. Because I told God yes. So now it's a faith walk that he has me on like never before. Man. And yeah. I'm a, and just to share a little bit, I was so crazy sold out on faith to go to this writer's retreat. I had $140 to my name. I said, I'm going to get there. I don't know what's going, what that's going to look like. By the time I got to Birmingham, I received a package of money. Sharing my story with somebody else about just trusting God and having faith. I get to my room in my Airbnb. I'm checking my email. This person sends me $200 talking about have fun. Hmm. And I said, all I was doing, God, was sharing what you had done for me Mm. and encouraging her faith that if she did it, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. Not expecting anything else. And I'm sitting here like, God, this whole faith walk is, this is what this looks like. Just really, as long as I trust you and empower others and encourage others while they are learning how to really have faith in you, this is what this is going to look like. Cause people are like, how do you just come off your job? Because God is bigger than my job. It's obedience. It is. And, and people think that I'm out here like, what is going on? And like I told, like I told, um, yeah. And um, I told them that I was, the whole Smurfs theme song is what plays in my head right now. Okay, you don't know. Basically, girl, they're, they're singing, <laughs> all they're doing is singing while they're skipping through the town. Like, they have no cares. Uh-huh. They're not thinking about anything. They're free. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at with this whole faith walk piece. Yeah. You know, bills are due. God is like, 
cool. I got this is covered. This is covered. Stuff that I forgot about is coming my way. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Takara, you know, I really want to work with you to get my book out. Here's this. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Just really trusting him. And what that looks like, we talk about we trust him, but when do we really? Yeah. And that's where I'm at. That whole do you really piece. And he's blowing my mind. That's what we're called to do. It makes me think of, like, as a kid, you grow up with your parents or whomever you grow up with, and you don't have a care in the world. Why should you? Your parents are literally taking care of everything. You don't have to worry about when your next meal is going to come from. You don't have to worry about paying a bill. You can just do whatever. (laughs) And, of course, as you get older, you have responsibilities, but we lose um, that type of faith just in general because life hits you people Man. do this and do that Look. and so i think sometimes god has to bring us back to that like having a mind like a kid without i won't say not having a care in the world but just like really putting our faith a hundred percent in him as we did when we were a child when we looked up to our parents to buy us food get us close you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like it's like that same type of mentality and until like we, man, I hate to say how sometimes you have to reach like, I don't want to say rock bottom because you don't have to reach rock bottom to get that type of faith. But I feel like that's like where it usually comes from. We're sick of a job. We're sick Woo! of a relationship. Yeah. We're sick of that. You're going to have to be slapped you know around I mean? a little bit before you, and, before and, and, you and get there. And it happens. And, it, and yeah. sometimes we have to get there to be like, okay, God, like, I hate that we have to experience like the bad Sometimes to be like, okay, God, now I trust you because I have nowhere else to go. You know what I mean? It yeah. make the even in the bad, it makes you. <laughs> it makes you trust even the more. Yeah, it does. I, I, I think like it puts things real. into perspective. Because, Heck yeah. yeah, everything in front of you just doesn't make sense, and you're just yeah. gonna be looking like, okay, How where else? It was God. Fam. I don't know yeah. no more. It was God. <laughs> right. What are you doing today? Ask God. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm right. just living. I trust God. I believe God. I don't right. <laughs> and then you tell some people that sometimes they look at you like you're crazy. Like, no, like, no, this is really the life I'm living, fam. Yeah, the like, Bible is full of crazy people. Let's be real. It just is. Yeah. It is. And it hasn't changed in 2019. <laughs> God still be doing crazy stuff. <laughs> like, he's the same as he was, you know, when yeah. the whole well swallowed up shorty as he is today is that how the story went Gabby? yeah <laughs> he did he was supposed to go so oh he was supposed gosh. to go to us 79th he ain't go there because they were shooting up folk so he and was so like i'm gonna go fine. over here you know i'm gonna go over here I'm but ended up on 79th anyway and he ended up, if you would have <laughs> went in the first place jonah first you wouldn't have been in the well if you don't listen take your tail to 79th and get these people saved mm. get them potholes fixed and preach like what Man. are you doing that's how it went that's in the message bible though I was, I was, <laughs> not in the I was, NIV I was waiting to know what bible in the message bible you sure that not in the NLT Gabby's nah edition? girl that's the uh, message uh, you know what the, me- the message do talk to you like that though See, you gotta break it down absolutely uh, I'm out I'm flatlining on that one. Oh my god you 
talk. I mean, you gave the that was a Chicago version, right? I just got somebody saved. I just love somebody to Christ like that. Y'all, if y'all want to send a love offering, don't you cash out dollar sign Gabby Sue? That is G A B B I E S U E. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. Let me tell you, I. We just talked about faith. Oh my God! No, bring it to church. I may not know a lot of things, okay, but I can bring it to church. I'm not. You ain't even. You ain't even gotta go tomorrow. I'm with you, Gabby. See, see, you see what I did? You got one member. I mean, I think you should. Wait, I think you should go to church. But I'm just saying. Oh, like, we out here having it right now. I'm not. God don't rest on the Saturday. I'm Come not. On. I'm He's not. Twenty four seven. You know what? That's the uh, God I serve. Okay, so <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I don't even know what to say. Exactly, speechless. That's what the Holy Spirit does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what He do. Really? Yeah. Oh, don't gosh. ask me. Talk to Him about it. You know what? I'm, I'm just a vessel. I'm not. Mm. You're not, but God is. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Once again, that's dollar sign G A B B I E S U E. Uh uh. Y'all be blessed. (laughs) You know what? Your daddy would be super proud (laughs) if that was the type of church that you ran. Like, he would be so happy. My baby. My baby. My baby. And for y'all, for those of you who don't know, Gabby's daddy is a preacher. Yeah, preacher. He is. So, got the word all up in me, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Which is funny because, look, we're going to have to talk about that on Church Unplugged because that's something that... 79th? What are we talking about? Oh, my God. Confused. What are we talking about? You know, I believe right now is an, uh, this is an amazing segue to introduce the one and only Queen Claudine coming to bless us with just sharing her life and sharing what she's doing out there in the Norfolk area. So Claudine, with a master's degree from Harvard and more than 15 years as a real estate broker and investor, her resume is quite extensive. Her goal as a real estate practitioner is to serve her clients, put their needs first, and give them an outstanding buying experience. Miss Ellis is extremely passionate about the real estate industry and strongly believes real estate is an extension of who she is. The one, the only, Claudine, the queen. <laughs> hey, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Good morning and welcome to the Vault Talks Women Share Radio Show. We have Gabby and Isha, my amazing co-hosts here. We are happy to have you on our platform. Yes, we are. Good morning, Queen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you know, I'm not even joking right now, but... I am changing my name. <laughs> Sherry, who you are and you talked to, you told me your story, but I want the world to know who Queen Claudine is. <laughs> I don't know if I have a story, but I can tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you indeed have a story. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, a lot of people do have stories. And what I mean by stories is they get, their lives are centered around their struggle, you know. Mm. So they went from rags to riches, you know, you know, homeless to hard. I, I don't, I don't have those stories, unfortunately. So I don't have that sob story that you can walk out on stage and say, guess what? You know, I came from this or that or the other. It is what it is. I, um, I don't have those stories, but I do have the story of success. And that means uh, the world to me. Indeed. Indeed. So share with us, what are you doing out there? I say the Norfolk area and beyond because you are, I'm just going to say, you're an international real estate agent, professional figure. You're doing it all over the place. Um, I'm more than thankful to call you sister and to be connected to you and just to share oh, your journey. You. Yeah, it's amazing. You never know where she's going to be. One minute she can be in Hawaii closing out a property. One day San Diego who knows what's next? Ethiopia? I don't know. I know. Dubai. <laughs> Is Dubai next? Oh, I've been to Dubai. I'm going to actually celebrate my fake 50th in Dubai next year. So uh, you are all invited. <laughs> Your fake 50th? I never really had a 50th birthday party. So since I'm uh. over 50, I figured you just don't say you're having a party to have a party. So I figured if I get creative and call it my fake 50th, then But I'm not going to say it's my fake 50th. I'm telling you that. <laughs> I am having my fake 50th. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Share with everyone yeah. who's listening, what was the one thing, or there might be many things that have um, or prompted you to say real estate is what I want to do? Yeah. Okay. So I always tell the joke about, and I don't even know if it's a joke, but it might be more reality because everything, is, you know, reality is funny. I tell people I was born into real estate. Mm. And the reason why I feel that way is because my parents being immigrants, they came to this country, they bought properties. And um, I know this is, sounds really weird to some, but we lived in the basement. So I next book I write is probably going to be called The Basement Baby. I lived in the basement my whole life. Wow. I didn't know it. I didn't care, you know. Um, and so my parents economically, I don't know if it was because they were bright or broke, but they had to pay for the house. So they rented out the two places upstairs from us and we lived in the basement. And that's how I got my sophisticated education, private school bred with my four brothers and sisters. There were five of us and we had a car in New York at the time in the seventies, eighties. That was, that was definitely different. Nobody had a car. You took train the bus and we didn't have a house with a garage, so we had to park it at a, a place where someone was renting their garage space out to us. I just never forget that we pretty much had a life that I didn't even know we lived, but now that I'm older and looking back, it wasn't that bad. You know, when you're growing up, you're thinking, I got the worst life. Nah, it was pretty good, actually. Mm. Wow. Wow. So how long have you been a real... I, and I, I don't even feel comfortable calling you a real estate agent because I feel like you are... You're not just an agent. You are so much more than that. I mean, you do a whole lot. You inspire people. You are definitely, oh, no, you you definitely do. You're welcome. You know, um, like I said, I follow you closely on, on social media. And the closing you had yesterday with a 10-year-old, like, that's, so, <laughs> that's so amazing. And he's like, I don't know what a closing is, Mom. I'm just here. <laughs> you know, he found, just, he found that promissory note. <laughs> He's but, like, I'm gonna pay you back in 2034. I'll be 
25. You ain't lying. You got to pay the bank back in 30 years. This is only 15. You got to thank God. <laughs> but share what, how you are taking your life and creating a legacy for your children and really showing them, you know, who mom is, what does she, you know, what she does and how she really transforms the lives of your clients. I mean, because you do. I've watched you at closings. I see how you bring your children along with you. And that's huge because they understand what mommy does. It's not just. No, like, they don't understand what I do. They understand money. That's all they know. <laughs> they don't know nothing. Just think of that, man. That song, Itch Better Have My Money. That kind of. I got some real. <laughs> got some rich friends that are little that expect everything they want and need and think it's going to come from somewhere. That's all they really know. But. Luckily, as I stated before, I grew up in it, didn't know it, but I'm showing them while they don't know it, they do know it because they're paying attention. They just don't know what they're paying attention to. Mm -hmm. So I'm bringing clarity to what they're paying attention to. Like, I'm not getting up every day with a smoking jacket, you know, and a cigar in my hand saying, go to school. How you doing? You know, good luck. Get on the bus. When I get up every morning, I'm dropping you off and I'm going here to work. So I need you to know what I do because to get this private school education and all these nice things that you have, they cost money and I have to make that money happen. So in order for me to do that, i got to work, and this is how it happens. This is what makes the money to purchase the things that we have that you need and so forth and so on. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, can you share with us the project you're working on? Yeah, well, i got a lot of projects going. Lord have mercy. Okay, so Always. You know, I, I just do. I'm opening up a, um, a school. I don't know if I shared that with you or not. No. But um, I didn't. Okay, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to send you the 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 specs on that. So what happened was, um, I teach for Mosley, you know, college, and I was thinking. I mean, I'm like, why am I teaching for Mosley when I could do myself? Um, I, I think I could do it myself. So I decided I was gonna open up a real estate school because 95% of my inbox is how do I get into real estate? You make it look so easy. Oh my God, I need a side hustle. Blah blah blah. So I just sent you the actual logo for the school, and then I sell houses anywhere on the earth in my in my you know world, and everybody keeps seeing, you know thinking they can only sell houses where they are. So I'm basically calling it Earth Agents, and so this is basically when you. Come with me. I'll show you how to, uh, you know, and I'm not doing it because I'm trying to open a real estate company to recruit anyone. I don't. I, I'm good. I'm on a retirement stage. I don't need agents. I just want to help other people. And so um, instead of teaching for most, I'm going to teach for myself. And that's it. Bottom line. Wow. Yeah. And so that's one project. That's and then the other project is the book. I've written a book called um, The Making of a Dream Girl. Couldn't find a name for it. I was trying so hard. And my friend was like, it's all about you, girl. So just name it after you. And I was like, you ain't lying. I'm going to name it after me, all right. I didn't <laughs> want to. It, but I don't care. I said, this is my book. It's very candid. It's very to the point. It basically has what they call the secret sauce. Everybody wants that secret sauce of how to do well in real estate. Well, I finally have, I have it now. I mean, I'm, I'm the tell-all chick. So somebody's going to be mad. They're going to be mad. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Somebody got to do it. Someone does have I mean, to step up been, to the plate. Yeah, we've been doing it wrong so long. It's just like, you know, it's got somebody got to do it. And that's going to be me. And I I'm love it. it. I know I love it. The conversation we had earlier this week as we were just kind of sharing, you know, what all that you could talk about because there's so much. You're definitely um, being used by God in so many different ways. And I, like I said, I love following you and just seeing you never know where you're going to be. A, it's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego? You never know where you're going to be at, uh, which is exciting because it definitely shares your 
passion about what it is that you've been created to do. One thing that I love about you is that you know who you are and you don't change that for anything, anybody. Unapologetically. <laughs> unapologetically. And I am free. I'm free. I forget sometimes. I have to stop. Pull back. <laughs> No. You're free. You forget. I can't say that. Okay. I can say that, but I got to be careful when I say that. So, yeah. Being free is hard. I ain't gonna lie. Ooh, it's hard. Speak about that. It's hard. It really is. Because you have to be real conscious now. Because I really don't care. One of the things about me, and I'll say this very loudly and clearly and boldly, I have never been concerned about other people's opinions. If I'm going to do something, the last person I'm asking is anybody. You, anybody else. I have decided... I am firm on what I want to do. The minute I ask you, there's doubt. There's fear. Mm -hmm. I can tell you this because when I was going to college, I was smart. I had the grades because that's all you need. There's a formula. You need to be smart. You need to have the grades. You need to have the community service. You have to have all these things. I went to my professors who love me, who tell me I'm great and wonderful. They love me. But they said, you know, Claudine, getting into Harvard is kind of tough. And I just want you to be realistic that they do kind of deny 20% of the valedictorian. So, you know, you might want to consider another school. Mm. Oh, but I thought you loved me. I thought I was great. I thought I had the grades. I thought I was good. So, of course, the minute you ask someone else, especially those who can't, when I tell you I posted cruises buying a house, my inbox, if I show you some of the ignorance, it's not, it's not even funny. How can he do that? He's only 10. He can sign a promissory note. He may not be able to sign the, the mortgage documents. Well, there are no mortgage documents because he bought it cash. I bought it cash and it gave him the money. But he wrote, he wrote a, a promissory note that he's going to pay me back in 15 years. If it was a bank, it'd be 30. So a kid can do that because the contract's between us. And that's what we agreed upon. Just like we contract with our kids to clean up their rooms and, you know, if wow. they want, you know, whatever it is. Um, so we're teaching them that. And, and so they were ignorant. Well, you know, <laughs> I you said so much. So let's even just backtrack. The fact that you have the mindset to where you live in your truth that's amazing because there's a lot of people especially women who aren't there yet and I mean for me being a coach I coach typically millennials and generation x women and there's a lot of women who just aren't there for whatever reasons and so the fact that you know who you are you stand in your truth and you allow for that to continuously pave the way for you and now you know you're creating such a legacy not just for your children but anyone who really follows you that's huge that's commendable and you said that you're free you know there's a lot of people who are searching for freedom and joy and peace things that <laughs> you would think that come easy but it's not it, a lot of it is a mindset and just really truly dissecting things that we've seen and been a part of and really embracing what freedom true freedom even looks like or even just being real to yourself and honoring the fact that you deserve to be your best self i do and that's amazing no one tells me what to do i'm a boss i'm the boss the only bo only people that boss me around are my clients i care what they have to say because they feed my family everybody else <laughs> wow I like they say stuff to me like stupid stuff i'm like oh is that what you, is that how you feel okay we'll go with that then i'm too old to argue <laughs> Ladies, do you guys have any questions for Claudine? Go ahead, Ish. <laughs> want me to go? Um, I want to know how your son feels. I mean, was it like overwhelming for him, even though it was just a promissory note that he was signing? Like, where was his mind at as as you were taking him through this process? 
You know what's so funny? I, and this is the weirdest thing. Okay, so he came to me and said he wanted to buy a house when he was ten, nine. And I, you know, because you said, what do you want for your birthday? We're going to have a skate party, a bowling party. He broke his arm, so he couldn't do too much, you know. Um, <laughs> so when he said, I want to buy a house, I was like, <laughs> whatever. Like, a Barbie doll house? I mean, right. house. <laughs> it never crossed my mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, so I started thinking, look at this a little further. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what? First of all, I had no money. I was like, I, I can't do this. I'm getting ready for another business, you know. I don't know how that's going to work. And uh, I said to him, well, how are you going to buy a house if you have no money? He said, well, that's where I'm going to get it from you. I said, that's from me. <laughs> I don't know that's right. <laughs> How are you going to get it from me? He's like, well, you get the house, and then when people pay the rent, I get the money. I was like, well, now that makes sense. But uh, So at first I was thinking about getting a loan. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get a loan because if I get a loan, a loan to him, then I got two hands in the pot, and I don't want to do that. So I went looking, and I said, let me see if I can find something that was in his budget. And it was hard, but we did find something. And, of course, I'm a master negotiator, so I got, like, 20000 off the price. But that's a whole nother story. And then I bought the house cash, and he's not scared at all. He has no fear. I have clients that barely can make it to closing or barely to go look at houses. He was in the car, running around, looking at everything, making things, taking notes, asking questions. He met the tenant and was like, I said, I'm the agent. This is your landlord. She looked at him, like, looking down, going, how old are you again? I said, he's the landlord. Trust and believe. This is first investment property. She was weak. She was like, oh, gosh. I said, that's the truth. And we had it filmed and everything. So I'll have a video out soon with the process of what he went through. He had no problems reading and signing papers. Um, all he cared about was some money. He wanted to make sure he had some money. Because he wasn't happy when I told him after expenses, uh, the rent's like 980 And after expenses, he's like clearing 600 after insurance and everything. And he said to me, he didn't like the fact that I was getting 500 and he was getting 100 I said, you're a kid. What are you doing with $100? He said, well, I got to put half in the bank. I said, you ain't lying. That's what we taught him. Put half in the bank. Now I'm only left with 50 I said, well, you don't even need 50 He said, well, that's true. I could give my sister 20 and I can keep 30 and that'll be a dollar a day. So he's already thinking like that. First of all, the school is getting my money, that little cafeteria with the machines. That's where the money's going. So I'm really basically <laughs> either video games or that. I might as well just donate the money. Right. Because that's where it's going. So um, when he decided that he was going to share how he would save the money, I really felt good about that. And as the rent increases, I told him we'll discuss it then and how we're going to give him an increase in his money. But he still has to pay me until 2034, which is 15 years, um, wow. the $500 a month until it's paid off. And then that goes in his portfolio. And what he does between that, it doesn't matter. He may want to leverage. He may want to borrow on it. He may want to get another property from it. There's all kinds of things he can do because it's cash. I think that is amazing because even 2034, that sounds like a really long time away. But when he, how old will he be? He's 10. He's 10. He'll be 25. He's 10. Right. But by 25, he will understand (laughs) investing and money and owning. And this is the type of stuff that me and my friends at like 30 are trying to do now. So he will be well equipped with all of that information. Like, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. And today he went to go look about building his own home. So I got him with a builder and, um, he got to see the house being built. It's all on Facebook. Got to see how they build the houses, how they flip it. And then we're going to talk about the financial piece of it. And every week he's going to go back to the project and see the progression of it. The house is gutted. It looks horrible. They're putting on the back of the house now. They're putting foundation in. They explained to him what floor joists were. You know, wow. they, they explained all of things to him. He met the architect. It was great. 
Wow. I wish my family would have set me up like that or just that whole knowledge piece. And what what I love about what you are doing is that you um, are making him a part of your. No, he's choosing to be a part of your world. He's choosing. You understand something. I have assets, right? Lots of them. And with the 12 properties that we're going to have, who is going to manage that if I don't train them how to do it? Because mm-hmm. if I give it to them or they off me and shoot me or do something, put me under the house or whatever, they poison me or whatever. Let's say, for example, I'm gone. Who's going to manage those properties if they have no knowledge? It's going to go to hell. My legacy is going to be gone. Yeah. I got to protect the legacy. When people say legacy, they don't understand what they really are saying. It doesn't mean die, leave a house and give it to your kid. Mm-hmm. It means leave a lineage of different things like wealth. And so I want to make sure everything is asset protected. You just can't give them houses. Yeah. And it starts with that knowledge piece too, though. That's right. The knowledge is not there. So you can give anybody money. What about lottery winners that are broke? Right. I mean, they're broke because they didn't understand how to use money. I have a guy right now who got a settlement and his girlfriend always called me talking about, oh, he's doing this gambling. He's doing this. He hasn't even bought a home. He's scared. He won't do anything. He won't invest the money. He's just spending it. Spending, 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 like it's never going to run out. No invest, no turning of the money. And I teach that money has no value if it's not moving. It has to be moving. It's a motion thing. It's like Newton's law. You have to move it in order for it to make any kind of investment and give you a dividend or return. And they don't understand that. They think if I got 40,000 in the bank, I'm good. No, you are not. Mm. You'd be better off. I can show you how to make 20% on your 40,000 instead of sitting in the bank and I can show you easily safe without any type of risk. And people think there's a lot of risk. There's risk in everything, but real estate, how can that be a risk unless you're selling? If you're not selling, there's no risk because everybody I know and everybody that you know, now you're in Chicago, so you might know some bumps. I don't know any, but if everybody I know lives indoors, you know, then real estate can't be, yeah. A bad investment. I mean, everybody I know lives indoors. Everybody you know live indoors? Because I don't know any bumps. I, I don't have any friends that are homeless. I don't. I just don't. There, there are people. I just don't. Not talking down. I just don't have any. Right. But 99.99% of the people that I know live indoors. Right? Yeah, it just makes so sense. Real estate indoors, is a, a lucrative market. Yeah, it's only bad when you're selling. And real estate was never designed to be a short-term investment. See, that's that knowledge, Claudine. That's that knowledge that, you know, people need to really hold on to and just be educated on. I mean, because we see so much in the arena, in the world of real estate, and there's um, a disconnect on what real estate really was meant for and to do. Uh, I try to explain. Um, There's a lot of things about real estate that also is a negative that people don't know. And it it really relates to us. First of all, this thing called economic extension that's going on right now, we are extinct in that only 4% of black-owned businesses in our country and that we are losing and there's more people of color that are not purchasing homes or not able to. We always talk about what happened in the 60s and, you know, crack and 70s and AIDS and 80s and all this stuff like that. Well, in the 90s, There was another pandemic for our community. I don't know if you guys are aware of it, and it was systematically done, um, but I can help you share with you exactly what it is, if I may. May I? Absolutely. 
Okay. In the 90s, uh, you black people <laughs> wanted to go to school. And they said, oh, you nice black people, we ought to get you in. We need you in school because you should go in school. While they were allowing us to go to colleges, they were taking vocation away. So we lost the art of hair and cooking, domesticated work, uh, doing things like plumbing and all of the trades. The trades started going out the window. Vocational schools were going low. They were just not working out. You weren't getting the talent. That just wasn't happening. What they said was, you know, parents were pushing this, too. So this was an agenda systematically done. You go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you dress up, you look good, and you go after a sophisticated education like psychology, psychiatry, engineering. All those are sophisticated uh, degrees, correct? Those are not doctor, lawyers, and Indian chiefs. Those are sophisticated degrees that only you could get if you got a job, right? Mm. So I now go to college because I got in, and they gave me a loan because money was easy. Sally Mae was giving it away like it was water. And you got this loan, and you went to school for four years or maybe five because you couldn't finish, right, like my brother, engineer. And you went to school, and you got these student loans. And then after you graduated, you went to look for a job. And guess what happened? There was no job. Mm -hmm. You know what you did? You deferred your loan, right? That's what they tell you to do. Defer your loan, go back and get a master's for the same sophisticated education, especially psychology and psychiatry. You know good and well you're not going to get in sociology. You're not going to get a good job unless you have a master's or higher phd level right anyway Absolutely. you're sophisticated you're going for this degree you're not a doctor lawyer indian chief and now you're going for your master's and you got more debt because it's more money to go for a master's degree for two or three more years mm-hmm. and now you're loaded in debt now you're done and you're going for another job interview to find out there's only two openings and there's 50 of you have the same degree and you don't get that job so you resort to being a telemarketer at the local place down here making very little money very minimum wage trying to pay back the student loan mm-hmm. Finally, you get a decent job. It's not great, but it's paying about thirty, forty thousand. You get that job, still not enough, and now you're riddled with over a hundred thousand dollars in student debt. Now, here's your problem: you're ready to buy a home. You found the woman of your dreams. You're a guy. You want to marry this woman, and you get ready to buy this home. And that thousand dollars a month on that hundred thousand dollars is counted against you. Hmm. And all you can buy is a twenty-five thousand dollar house, which doesn't exist. Wow. That is what happened in the 90s. So now we're all on the rise, we meaning most black people that can help others, helping to get and eradicate a lot of that student loan. You have people paying off Morehouse kids. you got other people having programs now. Everybody's trying to help eradicate the situation. Right. And that's the very reason why I will not go back. I know, Takara, you asked me the other day, am I going to get a man? No, I refuse to. I refuse to go back. But why do you need a degree? Wait a minute. Why do you need a degree in the first place at all? Period. Right. Why? I see that now because I'm not even working. Hold on. The only reason why you need a degree is because you're looking for a job. Mm -hmm. You are not a job. You are an entrepreneur. You are Mm -hmm. self-employed. You're a business owner. You're an inventor. You're a creator. You do not need to get someone else's fish. You need to create the fish, and you don't need a seat at the table. You need a seat at your own table that you built. And this is the mentality that I'm teaching my kids because we have a no-job policy in this household. Working is overrated. I should be getting up with the sun like I do now and going to sleep whenever I darn well please, travel as I feel. And the reason why I'm not what they call quote-unquote retired, that's overrated too. I am not retired from working. I am retired from working for money. Mm. Once you create cash flow and you create money coming in every month, 
You're retired from working for money. There's a freedom there. I'm telling you, it's freeing. No, don't get me wrong. I ain't definitely bought a Bugatti and I ain't got no airplane. And I'm okay. I'm not pushing for that. But if I did, I, I could. I could work a little hard. I'm over 50 now. I'm tired. Let the kids do it. I ain't wealthy, but they will be. You know what I mean? I'm training them to do the things that I just am too tired to do. But I don't have to go out here every day, punch a clock, tell, let somebody tell me what to do, mm. sit at a desk or not sit at a desk, be on the phone with my boyfriend or on, on, on Facebook getting fired for not doing my job <laughs> when I could actually create the job. And that's what entrepreneurs do. We create jobs and money. There's no shortage of money. There's just an increase in ignorance. Ignorance is high. Wow. Am I right? You are absolutely right. <laughs> Money's everywhere. I create it every day. Look, when I want to do something, I'm like, oh, dang. You want to buy a house? I got to go out here and find this property. I got to go list and sell real quick because I got to do it. I get on the phone. I'm like, hey, you know anybody want to buy or sell? Because I got I got I got goals. Hey, you know anybody? And after I call about ten people, two or three of them want to sell their house. That's all I got to do. That is as simple. It's like the closed mouth don't get fed theory. Mm-hmm. I literally could send the gas station and make two deals. And here, the average sales price is almost three hundred. That's nine grand a pop. Eighteen thousand. I'm good. Got a nice little down payment. I'm on my way. That's it. That's how I do when I really want money. My regular steady stuff comes in, but when I'm really anxious and I'm really like want to push some goals out the way, I go out here and make it, and that's it. I go out and ask for it. That's all I do. You create money, and then you're always thinking. You're always thinking about what's the best way to do this. That's why I open a school. It's another stream of income. I don't even have to teach it. It's online mostly. I can teach it if I want to go in the classroom, but millennials don't want you. They want online. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They want to do it their pace. When you tell them to come to class, they got an attitude. You know you can't miss two classes or you're going to fail a real estate exam. Well, I had this happen and that. But if you give it to them online, they do it at their own pace. Mm-hmm. And that's what millennials want. They want you to leave them alone. And I'm going to give them that. <laughs> right. Just let me do me. <laughs> that's it. They want to be the boss from day one. You know, my son has never had a job. He's 27 years old. He's been working with celebrities since he was 18. Of course, I didn't love it, but I didn't say anything because once I throw you out of here at 18 on the other side of that door, I don't care what you do. You can go to somebody's couch, military school, job, whatever you want, but you are not coming back here. So figure it out and don't ask me for nothing ever. You're a man. Oh. I'm building men, not punks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that it. is amazing. I don't know why I feel so inspired right now to go out and, no. you know, to a gas station and make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain something to you. Let me ask you guys a question. I ask this question when I teach my class. I said to my student, when I teach a, a real estate agents, well, I don't know. Is real estate hard? I don't know if I'm making no money. I, let me ask you a question. Have you, can you tell me, can you tell me if you could just, you don't know any bums. You don't know anyone. You've never seen a bum. You never even knew what a bum looked like. But when a bum goes out on the corner, do you believe that the bum will at least come back with some money on any day? A bum anywhere in America. Ask me that question. Will a bum get some money? Anybody can answer that question? Yes. Yeah. Y'all so sure? Have you been a bum? Ooh. <laughs> no. Uh, on that note. <laughs> no, no, y'all sound sure. Y'all were in unison. It was like a choir singing. Y'all were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are very sure that a bum will get some money when he stands on the corner every day or lays on the corner, whatever. He's out there not even offering a service. He's not saying, like, you know, he has no houses to sell. He's just out there begging. And what happens? He gets money. Most bums, on average, first of all, get Social Security and all this other stuff and, and money and checks from the government. But they make an average over $100, 200 a day. Pretty much. That's the same money you make when you teach. Okay? 
But when a real estate agent said, go out the gas station, stand and hand your card out, but you're offering a service, you're not even sure that you're going to meet one client. Why is that? And I can guarantee you, you will. Stand out there. The same way that bum does. He only works five hours a day, by the way. Bums have a limit. They don't be out there all day. I'm telling you right now. Uh, they don't. I'm from New York. They don't. They don't stay out there. They got. They got a plan. They know what time they're getting there. You know, time they're leaving. Don't let it fool you. And they're out there. They got sophisticated bums that wear suits, and they got bums who wear, you know, potato sacks. I'm telling you. So, if you're a realtor and I tell you you need to go find some clients and you have none, go ahead and stand over there by the Seven Eleven. Stand by Starbucks because they all got a little cheese. Okay, go to Target, not Walmart necessarily, or go to Sam's Club because those are business owners, and hand out your card. Watch it work, magic. Wow, love it. It doesn't matter what business it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're gonna come to you. Closed mouth don't get fed. If you look good, sound good, they're gonna work with you. Mm. Right? You're right. Yes. And I tell my friend. Stop asking your friends and family for support. It's in my book. I write it. Hmm. You are going to run out of friends and family, but a new stranger is born every day. Yeah. Do not think that burgers from McDonald's were sold to the McDonald's friends and family. It was sold and still is sold today, plastic burgers, to strangers, <laughs> not your family. Everybody don't want to buy your book. Everybody don't want to buy your tea. Everybody don't need a waist trainer. I don't eat chicken, okay? So don't sell it to your friends and family. Mm -hmm. That is not who you need to try it out on. Mm -hmm. Try it out on a stranger. Mm -hmm. That is who you want to do. You don't want to do your family. They don't like you that much. And if they do, they don't want to see you happy sometimes. Absolutely. It's okay. Only person that loves you is your mama. Your cousin, them, they mad. They hating. Just <laughs> Listen, I see why they call you queen. Go okay. On, queen. She drops the knowledge. <laughs> I'm just wondering why I was going. Nobody don't support nobody. Y'all, my Facebook friends, y'all not sharing. Y'all done made Popeye wins and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. My cousin done bought a house with somebody else. I don't know why. Well, maybe you're not that good. Oh, wow. They done found you out. Maybe they got other issues with you. How about this? The strangers don't know you. They don't know nothing about you. You get a second try. That's what I love about life. Every day and every second, you get a new opportunity to recreate, to build, to do something, to get another opportunity. Nothing is stopping you. You only you're the you're the only voice in your head that's stopping you. Yes. You're the only person that is hindering your ability to go forward. Your thinking level, who you hang around with, what you do, who what you say. I have people that call me and say they want to do stuff and they kill it with their tongue. Mm -hmm. I want to do it, but what if I fail? I said, guess what, Ding Bat? There's two categories: pass and fail, win or lose. You choose. Yeah. Why on. did you go to the negative? Yes. Why didn't you go to the, I got this. If your mind says I'm going to fail, it is a, it's literally the way the mind works. Until you know the mind, it will do exactly what you say. Mm -hmm. wow. It's universe. You put it in the universe. I put eight things on my vision board. I said, I'm going to open a food truck. I said, I'm going to build a kid's business. They're coming out with their own business, a development agency. I'm going to, you know, buy this house, get cruise this house, give them the money, find it from somewhere if i got to steal or whatever. I said, I was going to write this book, and I'm going to open this school, and I put that I'm going to sell this mansion. Pray for me, y'all. It's $2 million that need to be sold. And I'm going to pick up five more buyers for the end of the year and five more sellers. I'm on track. I need three more sellers, and I need two more buyers. Wow. And I'm good. I and I'm planning you. my trip to Dubai. I put all of those on my vision board. I wrote them down in August. We are in October. So, all is done. it safe to say, Queen, 
Well, we know. I'm getting ready to drop the nuggets on Gabby and and Isha. You'll be with us every first Saturday dropping some nuggets. So can we talk about goal setting next month? Can we can we make that happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm all about the goals. I mean, <laughs> I'm about attaining them too. I'm not that chick that says, Oh, I'm gonna do it and don't do it. There's a I'm a I'm a group. I'm a do I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I meet people every day that can't do anything because they lack three things. They lack consistency, mm-hmm. discipline and integrity. Mm-hmm. And those three things are why most businesses and people fail with life and anything else. If you don't have them, you're done. Love it. How can people be connected with the one and only Queen Claudine? All you have to do is see me on Facebook. I'm very accessible. I'm not that girl that people think, you know, can't reach you. You know, I'm very accessible. I don't know. I'm never going to probably be that chick that you can't talk to because I meet people every day. And I do know that I have influence. And when you know what you have, you know, I'm like a preacher. You know, I could gather a million people in a room at any moment. Boom. If I say I'm doing it, everybody's there. But I don't abuse that. And so I like to make sure I stay connected with the human side of things because it's easy to get off track when you are in a cocoon. Because as I explained to most people, I'm different. I'm an anomaly. I know it. I walk in a different category, cut from a different cloth. So I have to make sure I remain with normal people. But it's frustrating sometimes because they don't get it. You know, it's hard to be in that circle. But I'm so different, and I don't have a lot of people I connect with because of my mind. Mm -hmm. So I have to find people like presidents of universities. And, you know, my mentor is John Burley from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I don't know if you know that book. He wrote the foreword to my book. Thank you, Jesus. Um, You know, he's been mentoring me uh, with my financials, with the, you know, housing industry. And just having those type of people around me. Um, you know, I'm getting probably going to get in touch with Damon Johns here shortly. So that'll be interesting. Stay tuned for that. Um, some of the things that I'm doing, I'm connecting with the five wealthy people because they say, if you're not connected with five wealthy people around you and you got these five bums, you're going to be like them. So I'm trying to connect on a higher level always so that I could rise because the people that I'm maybe dealing around literally, actually, to be honest with you, who I hang around with is my husband and the two kids (laughs) and they all in broke. So I can't, I got to get out of it. I got I to get out of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, my husband works, don't get me wrong. I'm saying that they're not wealthy. Mm-hmm. So if I'm hanging around them, am I getting any higher? So I always tell people, find five rich folk or somebody you want to be like and go hang out with them. They will let you. People who have money are not as snobby as people think. They are willing to share because when you get to a certain platform, giving back is the next step. And that's why I have a nonprofit. I'm going to have two nonprofits here soon, but I have a nonprofit because I want to give back to single parents. Yes. And that's just something that I decided to do. Love that's amazing. It. Love it. Yeah. Well, we you make can't sure live in this that... world and keep it for yourself, right? Right. <laughs> that's true. So share with us how people can get in touch with you, and then we'll definitely be connecting and having you on the show one every first Saturday to drop some nuggets from the treasure chest of Queen Claudine. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm willing to share anything I can do to help people. Like I said, you can reach me on Facebook. Um, my number is on my homepage. If anybody wants to call me, like I said, most millennials will text you a whole life story, their business, <laughs> everything. I'm like, can you call, pick up the phone? With Why are we texting a whole business plan on it? That's what they do. Um, I'm on Instagram. Everything is Dream Girls Real Estate. I am changing my name legally because no one can pronounce Claudine. After 50-something years, I have decided it's time to change. I can't do it no more. Wow. 
So um, you will see my new name posted up as soon as the government gives me the okay. Wow. But, um, yes, I hate I hate the name being changed by other people. And so I'm, I'm at that level of petty. I can be petty now. I'm old, so. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely. No, get really. It. You know, you know when you're little and you you fall and your dress blows up, you kind of cover it up. When you're old, your dress will be like, you know what, let it all out. Just <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I ain't got time. Just whatever. We Enjoy love yourself. It. You know. <laughs> I don't care about any of that stuff. I'm just like, you know. But yeah, anyone can reach me if they need to. Like I said, I'm on. Somebody just robbed my video off of Facebook and put me in Inman News. I've been on Inman News before. I've actually spoken to Inman News, but I would have thought if you're going to steal my whole video, you at least call me and say, guess what, girl? We are so proud to say we're going to feature you on Inman News. Mm-hmm. I woke up to 50,000 inboxes and emails. I said, what is going on? Did I shoot somebody? I you know, because I don't be knowing what I'm doing. I said, what did I? And it was right. sure enough, they had me up there as a social media something or another. Like being yourself on social media. That's what they did. So. Wow. That's oh, amazing. But I, can't, definitely... I can't be mad. But what if it was bad? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on. We're definitely excited that you're going to be with us every first I Saturday. Am. Like, yes. this is new news Thank we didn't you. know. Takara always has surprises for us. But uh, <laughs> we are excited I about that. I didn't meet that. everybody. I didn't meet everybody. I got Takara and then who else is there? This is Aisha talking. Aisha and Gabby. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, this was really good. I learned a lot. You really blessed me today. So thank you me for too. coming on and sharing <laughs> your knowledge with us. Um, and like I said, we're excited to have you back uh, the next first Saturday. I can't wait. My friends and I just talked about investing in property so we can create wealth. So this is going to be yes. exciting. Yes. Yes. And I'll yes. talk to you guys, no, I'll talk like you guys right about time. the ways to create wealth in America and then we can do, there's a lot to, to, to share and offer of what I've done and what I've learned. And so I don't mind um, dropping those nuggets because people need to hear them. Absolutely. We're excited. I can't wait. Yes. Thank I, you. You're welcome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. All right, guys. Y'all have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me. You yeah, too. Absolutely. Until next Saturday. Okay. I'm sorry, the first Saturday. <laughs> I want you next back month. next Saturday. I'm ready. I don't care what day it is. If it's the first Saturday, second Saturday, whatever you need, I'm there. Wow. We know. We love it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I always have surprises up my sleeve. You do. But that was a good one. That was a really no, good one. Really They're always was. good. We literally just talked about this. Like, we saw, uh, me and two of my other friends, we saw something on Instagram about these three guys, and they saved up, like, $50 for like three years and then they bought a property somewhere that was like in an area that was being gentrified or something like that and I was like man that would be a really good idea and so I was just like man we should do that just kind of like just Throwing talking there, yeah. and so then one of my friends she texted me back she was like no I low-key think we should do something like this yeah and so she sent me like a property she was like we don't have to necessarily necessarily buy this particular property but I do think we should save like a certain amount from like our checks or whatever and so we've like we started saving and we're going to come back together to figure out like a specific amount we want to save and then talk about an area where we want to buy and she was like and then we can decide if we want to sell the property yeah and take the money or if we want to keep it and just have people rent out just so we can have like money while we sleep or just invest and i was yeah. like of course 
course. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely the way. Because just like she said, everybody has to live somewhere. Yeah. Be somewhere. And like, the cool thing about what she's doing, her empire is so huge. You guys have I to follow her. Bet. And she's so invested in making sure her clients get exactly what they need. Very informative. Um, she makes videos on Facebook when they're doing their closing. They have to do the I'm getting my keys dance. <laughs> you know, it's just little things that really make you understand the importance of why you should be a homeowner. You know, what does that look like? Why, especially in um, in the area that she's in, you know, it's Norfolk area is um, a military area, you know, mm-hmm. the um, Navy bases mm-hmm. are out there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have people who are transitioning from one place, you know, one area of their life to another area of their life. And so what I love about what she does is she's very intentional. As she said, she's very consistent. Mm-hmm. And what I love is that she involves her kids. Yeah, that that is so amazing that she involves them. And so I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, when they were doing the closing for her son, he was like, you know where you're going? He's like, I don't know what a closing is kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But he was very invested in the fact that he actually understood what he was doing enough Mm -hmm. and to have seen mommy do this. And, you know, sometimes as parents, you know, they, they don't, allow for their kids to see what it is that they actually do so they don't know yeah. Yeah. I mean because a lot know. of lot of parents just working a job yeah. and they're miserable it's not anything that they could pass down to their kids because right. when they die somebody else going to fill their spot and exactly. and that's yeah. just that so I I really enjoyed her conversation what she was talking about creating jobs and being entrepreneurs yes. and Absolutely. you know she has a no job rule in her home which is amazing because we grew up in that era of go get to college a get a job you just, have, you just have to have a job to make ends meet. I'm, Absolutely. Like, if you don't have a job, meet. like, people look at you crazy. Like, right. I'm a nine-to-five dropout. Okay. Say that again. nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Like, <laughs> I've been through college. I could do it five times over. It's not hard. It was easy for me, but I'm not going back. I refuse to because I know more now. The more I know. The more now. I know. And there's so much free knowledge out there. Absolutely. You can literally, like she said, create your own. Absolutely. And the cool thing is that information is everywhere. You know, we have so many people who are raising up and calling themselves influencers, and they're they're confident in doing so just based on their experience mm-hmm. yeah. and them being the expert in what it is that they know. Right. And so, you know, it's very inspiring. I mean, one of the places where we see influencers all the time is Instagram. You see these people in these ads and you don't know anything about them, but they have 5,000, 6,000 likes, you know, so they're saying something that mm-hmm. somebody is gravitating towards. Yeah. So why not you be that next person? You know, right. and man, she blew my mind when she said that, you know, back in the 90s, it was very intentional for us to go to school and then there not be what we needed mm-hmm. when we got done. Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't know that though. Mm-hmm. So it just goes back to the whole information piece. Like we perish for a lack of knowledge. knowledge. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and not, or, you know, just being in a place of, I mean, we can YouTube and Google everything and still not moving and still staying stuck in going back to personal development, going back to the it's that mindset, mindset mm-hmm. you know, reach retraining your brain, understanding Listen. what it looks like to say, okay, yes, this is what I was raised on, but now that I know better, I'm choosing to do better and so bring my kids along. Yes, I feel like that is the part that just gets me because 
since I'm like learning all this new information, like in my head, I'm like, dang, I wish my parents just knew, you know what I mean? Just so they could teach me. So now that I like have this information, whether my child is invested in what I do or not, they still need to be a part of whatever process or whatever I'm doing just so they can have the basics and just know, like investing early, having a bank account. How do you invest? You know what I mean? How do you manage your money? Even though nobody really writes checks, how do you write a check? People don't even know how to do that anymore. They're not even teaching that anymore. You need to know how to write a check. They should be teaching that in school. They should be teaching how to manage your money. They should be teaching you everything about taxes. Why why aren't we? This is stuff we got to know when we're an adult, and it's confusing as an adult. And I think I'm grown, and then I get to my taxes or insurance. Insurance. Can we talk about insurance? Oh my god! Oh my god! And I'll be like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's all a scam. Like I don't trust it. But I'll be 30 years old. Like, hold on. Talk to my mom. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) My mom knows. And she'll be like, "Girl, I'm like, mom, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't know." Look, I just dropped one auto insurance company to go to another one because everything in my life right now is budget, budget, budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, shoot, if I can save fifty dollars a month, yeah, we okay, save fifty dollars a month. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm literally like, okay, what? What's this? What's that? I'm like, I don't remember. You know, call your mama. Thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm about to figure this stuff out for myself. Yeah. And I was so proud of myself because I was able to make that decision. But you're right. You know, it goes back to the lack of information that we have. And it's not even that we have. We're accessible to the information, but then it's like, well, that's not what I was raised on. So then you're like, well, do I receive My mama that? ain't do that. <laughs> and then you try to make a decision on your own, and then you go back and tell your mama. She'll be like, no. no. You'll be like, damn, I was trying See, to See, that's why you got to keep your mama and no. other people out of some of the decisions that you make. Yes. Because once you gain a certain amount of knowledge, and it, it impacts you in such a way to uh, change the way you're doing things. Absolutely. You don't need any confirmation or validation from from anybody except if you're doing insurance or taxes. <laughs> I agree with you, I, I Isha, but that insurance and taxes, gee, mama. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Mama, oh, no, absolutely. We don't know about deductibles or nothing else. Like, what is this? But anything other than that, you are absolutely right. Yeah, but it was a time. And God is, I think he's very intentional. And we're just now catching up to it because it's a season for everything. Every generation is different. Yes. Um, Say that again. Say that again. Yeah, it's a season for everything. And every generation is different. We serve a different purpose. So the ones that are coming up now serve a purpose of this entrepreneurial yeah, uh, spirituality. Everything is different now. Everything's different. And it, it's going to take that change. And, I mean, just like we had to catch the wave of the new technology, people are going to have to catch up to this, the entrepreneurial, the working for self, the spirituality, the, you know, stepping away from church, that type of thing. It's, it's, it's coming. Because we're not taking this It's ish. here. No It's more. here, definitely. Like, but we're tired. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I'll be well, – I'll just be in conversation with friends and we just talk about life and, you know, our jobs and paying bills and just everything as a whole. And we'll be like, man, is this the life like our parents lived? Hmm. And, you know, we're like, it is, but it was so different because just that mindset, like our parents, they did what they had to do. 
And that was their mentality. Whether they were happy, whether they were depressed, whether they were sad, they did what they had to do because they had a family, they had to pay bills, they had to make ends meet. Yeah. And now, you know, with us, yes, the same thing. However, what the difference is, is that we have options. Mm -hmm. We are now exploring our emotions and our feelings. If a job doesn't make us happy, whether our bills are due the next I'm out. day or I'm not, on. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like, we're quitting because... Our mental peace is yes. means more than our suffering at a job, mm -hmm. and we're realizing that. And then we're realizing that we can. In church, you talk about gifts and talents. Well, Come we re recognize that we have them. We're going to use them, and so we're going to quit that nine to five and yes. create our own because we're so sick and tired. You know what I mean? And so I. I'm grateful for this generation for people doing that. And now mm -hmm. that we're getting that knowledge, this is something that we can now pass on to our kids and they'll have even more options. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is how it was when I was growing up. At some point I figured this wasn't conducive to the lifestyle that I wanted to live. Mm -hmm. So this is how, here's an option for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need yeah. you to be aware of your options that you can have. So it's, you know, it's unfortunate that at times there's that disconnect between the generations. However, I there's a lot we can learn from the generation yes. before us. Yes. Whether we feel like how they brought us up was good or not. They had the consistency, integrity, and yes. determination that she was talking about yeah. for sure. And I think this generation lacks that. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. As and a whole. It, and that's good that you, you said what you said because there's an article, <laughs> and I'll have to bring it in next time that I think about it. And it really talks about the different communication styles between the different generations. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to know if you're communicating with a baby boomer, this is the way you communicate, yeah. even your style of communication, mm -hmm. because that's something that they're not used to. And, however, they, it's reciprocal because they can learn from you as well. Absolutely. So, you know, I think that's really important. But the one thing that I I know to be true, and I'm sure the two of you guys will agree, is this entrepreneur wave that we have. You can make money doing anything. Yeah. You can make money selling CBD oils. You can make money Ubering, Lyft, Instacart, um, Whatever. Postmates. You can do network marketing. You can be your own travel agent. There's so mm -hmm. many ways to make money. Yeah. The three things that Claudine mentioned, the consistency, what was the other Integrity. one? Integrity. Integrity. I can't remember the other one. I just was it discipline? Something discipline. discipline. It was discipline, yeah. Those three elements, if you apply those to anything you do in life, you're going to succeed. So this whole entrepreneur life, it's no joke, but neither is going to school. It's all based around how bad do you really want it. And Absolutely. this past week, all well, this week, based on Wednesday, I spoke to a room of first-generation freshmen. And it was... <laughs> Child. <laughs> Just first-generation freshmen. It was God. amazing because I'm a first-generation. Yeah. And I remember sitting in their shoes and... and not being fully equipped to go to college because my mom had no clue on how to get me there because it's not something that she knew how to do. Mm -hmm. And so just sharing with them 
And I came from the perspective, your vision plus your identity equals your purpose. So what is your VIP status? Mm -hmm. I love that, by the way. Thank you. That was (laughs) all Girl, you better try. (laughs) What is your VIP? Everybody want to be a VIP. Everybody want to be a VIP. Everybody. So what is your VIP status? And just telling them. So some of my three C's were clarity, communication, and choices. You have to be clear in it and what it is you want to do. And then make those choices to do so and then effectively communicate, meaning utilize the resources that are around you to get you to where you desire to be. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I told them, I said, if I can't tell you anything else is two things. One, you matter. Two, your truth is your truth. I don't care if your mama, daddy, and this is what I told them. I don't care if your mama, daddy, the Pope tries to tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Your truth is your truth, Absolutely. period. And learn how to stand in that. Because when you can stand in your truth, the sky is the limit. There's nothing like being free. There's a joy. There's peace that comes along with that. You're living your best life because you're not letting anybody <laughs> influence you. And you're not going to people yeah. to ask them, well, what do you think about yeah. me doing this? Thing? But that's the then, nature of things, though. And yeah. I think, like, when you give them the what, this is what you should do. You have to follow it up with the how. You yes. know, this is how you do it. And and that's where what we're missing. Because yes. it's hard. Okay, you get all this good information. It's just like, okay, how do I do it? Well, yeah. And then you fall back into your old patterns. And it's just like you're falling in line with everybody else. And that's just like that middle piece of, you know, not having the knowledge or somebody there to kind of, I don't necessarily say hold your hand, but kind of guide you in a sense. Yeah. Out we of those old not, patterns. Yeah, we're yeah. not supposed to do this by ourselves. You know and what that's I mean? what I was you telling need... them. Yeah. And I was saying, utilize your resources. I said, how many of y'all have actually gone to the career center? None. They looking at me like, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I said, you're paying for it. Right. And your tuition. Or going to your professor. Yeah. I'm paying for their salary. You're paying, paying for a lot that you don't know about and you don't utilize you don't in college. Utilize. I didn't under I didn't I know about the career center until my senior year. Yes, what I was Until they that. came to our room, to the classroom. And, okay, this is how you do a resume. Since you're, you're like, about to graduate. What? You're about to graduate. So let me show you how to do a resume, right? We're going to kick you out the door, but at least let us give you this book <laughs> to show you how to formulate your resume. So we can at least say we did something, but you've been here for the last four years and we didn't know you know anything about it i mean a select few but you know i went to college i was working at the time i had my son so i was i was busy so yeah so i mean just to it's it's all about knowledge and just like you said utilizing your resources or even knowing what resources you have to utilize and that's why i told him i said one of the things that my mom told me was to communicate Mm -hmm. with my professors and i was very intimidated by doing so because I'm like, I'm not talking to them. And then once it really hit me, no, I'm going to talk to them. Yeah. I was sitting in the front row of all my classes and I raised my hand as many times as I felt like it mm-hmm. to get yeah. what I needed. And so just to let them under, make them understand that they matter. I said, because at the end of the day, your mom and your dad can be an influence on what you decide to major in. And that has nothing to do with your purpose, you mm-hmm. being true to your vision or your identity. I said, so don't do it. Because guess what? Navient is going to look for you to pay those student loans Hello. back. Hmm. Not your mama, not your daddy. Right. And so the thing is, is that you need to be very intentional now. And I didn't want to scare them by saying, maybe school's not for you. You know, I, No, they need the to know that but they I have know, that I, option. But, but that's I, a whole nother story. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother conversation. Know, they invited me. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. To, yeah. I get it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be like, well, heck, if you. Think but on your be- own accord, right. definitely put that message out. Don't do it, fam. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I gave them the three C's. Mm-hmm. You know, communicate. Your choices are your choices. And make sure that you have clarity. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is that you can't do something because somebody else is telling you. You're not utilizing your voice. You're not staying true to who you've been created to be. And they, at that age, they're 18, 19. I had them do I am statements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very powerful. Some of them struggled. And so that let me know, like, okay, this is an area where there's more development that's needed for those that are going off to college to kind of figure out, okay, I'm not under my mom and dad's roof or my grandparents or whoever raised me's roof anymore. All right, who am I? I don't know. I'm out here. Somebody help me. What does that look like? You know, Because all they've been is who they've seen on TV yeah. and who they've been influenced by. And yeah. that's what they model themselves after. But that's right. not going to get you through life. And it's definitely not going to get you through college. So you're going to no. have to figure some stuff out. But the beauty of college, all of that is, no matter what you tell them, people are have a choice to apply that knowledge or not. Mm-hmm. And college is a place where you really figure that out. Ooh, yeah, you college teaches I mean? you a lot it you about yourself, and that's why every, I don't regret it going. You everything the experience yeah. was amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. right? So no matter how much you think you know yourself, or you don't think you know yourself, mm-hmm. you gonna figure it out mm-hmm. in you college know, in or college. after. Yeah, 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 and definitely. The, and that's the one thing I told him. I said, "Look, get the experience inside the classroom, but know that there is such an experience outside of the classroom Absolutely. that's waiting on you that can help you navigate." through life Mm -hmm. because you're in the season where you're at as a college student so with that being said we're back we're here it's october next week y'all ready should i drop this nugget or should i wait don't drop it. so we're doing a segment on fun fashion for real Okay. I have a fashion stylist coming into the studio. Okay. And we're going to talk about trends for the fall. So make sure you guys tune in, tune in, tune in. So I want to end on a different note today. Um, Yeah, we're going to end a little differently. Just real quick. Just a little piece of this. So I just want to inspire. First of all, we do not own the rights to this music that I'm getting ready to play. This is Kelly Price's music. But I just want to inspire somebody for them to realize that it's their time and we're out. One, two, one, two. Ah, ah, here we go. It's my time to rise. It's my time to shine. It's my time to live. It's my time to fly. It's my Nothing to hold me down Gotta do it Because I may not